In Psalm 21, we read, starting at verse 11, For they intended evil against thee. They imagined a mischievous device, which they are not able to perform. Therefore shalt thou make them turn their back. God causes them to go another direction sometimes when they intend evil against us. The example of Joseph, I marvel at the example of Joseph. His mother was dead. He was 17 years old. God gave him dreams, and these dreams showed that his brothers would bow down themselves to him. And he shared the dreams And they hated him because of the dreams. And when he was 17, they sold him into bondage to the Ishmaelites. And they took him down into Egypt. The only thing he had when he went into Egypt was the clothes on his back. Pontifer, a captain of the Egyptians, bought Joseph. God gave Joseph wisdom. And everything he did prospered. And Potiphar saw it. And he put Joseph in charge of everything. But Potiphar's wife had a sexual desire toward Joseph. And when the master was away, she propositioned Joseph. But Joseph said, how can I do this evil thing against the Lord my God? And Joseph fled from her, even leaving his garment, which she reached out and grabbed. He left his garment and fled from her. Well, she took this garment and lied to the servants and to her husband. She told him that Joseph had tried to have sex with her, and this garment was evidence of that. So Pontifer put Joseph in prison in the dungeon. But God gave Joseph wisdom and favor. And even in the dungeon, he prospered. Everywhere he went, he prospered. Though he shouldn't have prospered because he was in prison. But the keeper of the prison put everybody in under the control of Joseph because the keeper of the prison saw the wisdom that he operated under. Pharaoh dreamed a dream, and no one could interpret it for him. And he heard about Joseph, who was in prison, and he sent for Joseph and said, I've heard that you can interpret dreams. And Joseph said, it's not of myself, it's of God who shows me the interpretation. So Pharaoh told Joseph the dreams And he put Joseph in charge of Egypt, second in command of the whole nation of Egypt. Everywhere he went, he prospered, though it looked like he was going to be destroyed. These examples are in Genesis 38 through about 42. God often protects us from those who would harm us even when we don't even realize that they intend evil 
against us. This has happened to me at least twice in my life. I extended friendship to the couple who lived in the house behind me, and I had them over to dinner and did things with them and was friendly to them. He was a Jewish man, and she was a woman who had lived in a city where I had lived formerly. This was her second husband. She had a daughter by the first husband. He called me one day and said, Would you consider renting your extra bedroom to me for the weekend? He said that they were having an anniversary party and they had more people coming into town than they had rooms to take care of the people. And he would like to rent one of my bedrooms for the weekend. I said, well, I won't rent it to you. You can use it. You're welcome to it. He said, well, I need a place for my wife's daughter and her friend. And then it was like a light went on. Her friend? Who is this friend? So I said to him, tell me about this friend. He said, well, my wife's daughter is a lesbian, and she and her friend would be staying together. I said, oh, I can't do this. If you have a married couple who would want to use the room, I will do that, but I won't let lesbians come into my house because of what the Bible says. Romans chapter 1, and I probably read it to him. It says, For this cause God turned them over to vile affections. Verse 26. So he said to me, Well, I don't approve of it either. Well, I never heard from him again. About two years passed, and I hadn't seen them or hadn't heard of him. His wife was backing out of her garage one day, and I was going to the alley to dump some trash. So I waited for her until she backed into the alley, and I greeted her and said, How's Bernard? I haven't seen you in so long. And she said, Well, he died. And I was so shocked, and I told her how I was so sorry I didn't know he had died. And she said, I want to talk to you. I said, fine. She said, I'll come over tonight. I want to talk to you. And then she drove on off from the house. I turned my light on that night and prepared to receive her as a visitor. And she didn't show up. She didn't call, and I didn't hear from her, and finally at 10 o'clock, I turned the light off. I didn't think much about it, and then a few days later, I realized this was not going to be a friendly visit. She had evil in her heart against me, and she wanted to do battle against me because of the homosexual lesbian thing. God spared me from this battle. I never saw her again, and 
I moved four years ago to Colorado, but I was spared that battle. Concerning homosexuals and lesbians, Romans chapter 1 says this, verse 22, start at verse 22, professing themselves to be wise, they became fools and changed the glory of the uncorruptible God into an image made like to corruptible man. Wherefore God also gave them up to uncleanness through the lust of their own hearts to dishonor their own bodies between themselves. For this cause God gave them up unto vile affections. Verse 26. For even their women did change the natural use into that which is against nature. And likewise also the men, leaving the natural use of the woman, burned in their lust one toward another. Men with men working that which is unseemly and receiving in themselves that recompense of their error which was meat. And even as they did not like to retain God in their knowledge, God gave them over to a reprobate mind to do those things which are not convenient. Romans chapter 1 God turned them over unto vile affections. Verse 26 This is what the Bible says about homosexuals, and lesbians. But God spared me from having to do battle with this neighbor. She intended evil against me. I didn't even know it. I had that happen one other time. I was notified that the IRS was auditing me, Internal Revenue Service, was auditing me, and they wanted to send agents to my house to discuss my tax return. When the agents got to the door, I answered the door, and one agent said, the name of a man that was in Clovis. And I said, no, I'm Joan Boney. And he seemed very embarrassed, and I realized this man turned me in to be audited, thinking to do me harm because he had something against me. I didn't even know that he was offended by me. But because of what that IRS agent said and his embarrassment, I knew this man had turned me in to the IRS, hoping to do me harm. The two agents, a man and a woman, I invited them into the house, and I said, Now, if anything is wrong, it's a mistake. It's just simply an error, and I'll repay you. You can have all of my council checks and take them with you. And the woman was so shocked that I was willing to let them take all my council checks. And she said, Did you hear that? She said, we could take all her cancel checks. And I said, well, of course you can. I'm not hiding anything. So they left, and about two weeks later, I think the agent called me, and I 
I think it was him who called me, and I said, well, did you find anything wrong? And he said, no, no, I didn't. But he said, one thing I did find is that the ministry does not pay taxes on you for Social Security. I said, no, when we started out, we didn't have any money. And I was told I could declare a vow of poverty and not have to pay taxes on myself and that I would never be able to receive Social Security benefits if I did that. And the IRS man who set up the ministry with the IRS tried to get me not to declare a vow of poverty, but I did. The agent said, well, he must not have turned that in because we don't have it on our file that you've ever signed a vow of poverty. So if you want to do so, you can pay the back taxes and put yourself back into Social Security. And I said, oh, yes, I certainly do want to do that. Well, it worked out to my benefit, greatly to my benefit, because within a couple of years or so, I began drawing benefits, monthly benefits, from the Social Security and did not have to take a salary from the ministry to pay for my personal expenses. Then, later in life, I fell and broke a hip and had all of those medical expenses, and Medicare paid 80%, which I wouldn't have had Medicare without buying back into the Social Security program. So while this man meant evil against me, it turned for important good because I would have been in a serious situation had I not had Medicare because of the medical problems and the accidents that I had on down the line. It's the same thing as Joseph, just exactly. He said to his brothers, you meant evil against me, but God meant good to keep you alive because in the famine, when they came to Joseph to Egypt for food, Joseph was in charge of Egypt. He was in charge of the distribution of food during the famine. And it kept his brothers and his father and the entire tribe of Israel alive. So while they meant it for evil, God turned it for good. And that's what God does for us. He protects us even when we don't know that we need protection. We don't know that they're against us. Sometimes we don't. And yet he protects us. Romans 8:28 And we know that all things work together for good to them that love God to them who are the called according to his purpose Thank you for allowing me to share this with you today